We've seen how the body provides a foundation for mindfulness, for sati. And that all it takes is this remembering to look and that the pause is remembering to come home, not remembering something from the past, just remembering to bring the object to mind. Like the body can be a foundation, so can feelings, as we've seen, pleasant, unpleasant, neither pleasant nor unpleasant, through any of the sense doors. We'll now look at how the qualities of the mind itself, citta, can be a place for the mind to come home to. It's just more subtle. And because it's more subtle, it will benefit from and enhance our practice of pause, relax. Without the pause, of course, the mind just goes onward in habit. We, we know what that's like. We live that way most of the time. But even when mindfulness shows up or is called forth or happens to present itself, it can be fragile without relax, allow, brittle, not enduring. And most certainly, relax, allow, accept, and the concentration and tranquility that come with it bring subtlety, nuance, intimacy to the mindfulness. Pause, relax, and in relax, one is, you might say, drawing near, relaxing into, allowing the proximity or the joining of mind with object. Pause, relax. And when the object, when what's being observed is citta or mind states or the heart or the emotions or mental qualities, then this, this relaxing with, this remaining with, this dwelling of pause, relax, is all the more important. The practice that I'm about to offer is really offered as 
a starting point for your feeling into and discovering for yourself, how do I do this? But to be clear, this is a practice that you can and are invited to do throughout your time on retreat. To observe the qualities of the mind itself while you're eating, walking, preparing for bed. This can be very helpful, very effective, and workable. It's a workable practice. Pause, relax. You have the mindfulness and the steadiness. And when what is known as citta, qualities of the mind. It can be while you're doing anything. So this is a good place to start. And we'll begin with a classic set offered by the Buddha. A mind with lust or without lust, a mind with hatred or without hatred, a mind with delusion or without delusion. So let me explain a little bit to help you get some traction in your practice. The more frequently quoted greed, hatred, and delusion is also workable here. That would be lobha, dosa and moha, but when raga or lust is used, first thing, it's not just sexual lust, it's sensual lust. And it gives a clearer implication of the heat of it, that the mind is really uh, bothered by this, really in its wanting. and through any of the sense doors. But you're not looking at the sense doors now. You're looking at the quality of the mind as it comes up. A thought associated with lust, a thought associated with anger, a thought that is uh, steeping in delusion. Or likewise, don't forget, absence of, non-lust, the absence of anger or hatred, non-anger, non-hatred, non-delusion. So the challenge here then 
for our meditation practice. When the bell rings and we pause and we see what's going on in the mind. is to draw near, to really feel or taste or acknowledge or apprehend the quality of the mind itself. Is it pulling at and wanting something? Pause, relax, remain present in in a kind of wondering Is this a mind of wanting or a mind of pushing away? It could be a thought of something in the room like your partner or your practice or your sore back or a thought about dinner right now. It might be a thought that comes up of uh, something from your worldly life, a person you like or dislike. I don't know what's going to come up in your mind. But is the mind state, the quality of mind, one of lust, of hatred, of delusion, or non-lust, non-hatred, non-delusion? When you pause, you catch the outlines of it. But to really draw near, pause, relax, allow, accept, let it in. We might often pull away from something that we say, oh, that's a bad thought. That's one I shouldn't have. Something like that, you know, some conditioned judgment. Hey, it's a thought. How's the relationship to it now? Pause, relax, receive, allow. Take your time. This might take more silence than speech, this practice. That's good practice. That's great. In your listening deeply, you'll be gifted with the fruits of your partner's patience, and you'll be gifting them the fruits of your patience. Actual experience. of the mind, the heart. Pause, relax, accept, allow. We know from experience, worldly experience, meditation experience, where we just watch the mind more closely, that things are always changing. The mind is always changing. The contents of the mind and the qualities associated with those contents. So, As you continue your practice now, 
offering plenty of space to just notice what are the qualities of the mind now. And if you find that the mind is in a very neutral state, nothing in particular happening, get more intimate with that. Is this non-aversion happening here? There's certainly no aversion. Is this non-lust? What's it like? Get intimate with it. Is it non-delusion? Oh my goodness. What a great thing that would be. Get intimate with it. Speak it. Does it change as you speak or as your partner speaks? If a thought arises from a worldly situation and there's either happiness or anger with that, it's not so much the thought that concerns you, What are the qualities of the mind that arise associated with it? Take your time. This is the flow, the rising and vanishing of the mind states, the heart. And if you happen to get particularly concentrated because you're looking and, hey, there's not much there, and the mind is dropping down and settling, saying, you can notice, oh, concentrated mind as concentrated mind. Some people think that's a good thing. Lovely. Enjoy. If you can't figure it out, if you can't seem to get close to your own mind, and the mind gets agitated, no problem. You notice, ah, agitated mind as agitated mind. And practice is perfect. Pause, knowing the experience here and now. And exploring, relax. Does the mind, or does the quality of attention draw near with relax, accept, allow? Take your time. Silence is your ally. In addition to the qualities of the mind that arise and pass away associated with our more or less mundane states and qualities of lust or greed, hatred, aversion, delusion, the occasional clarity, There's also the qualities of mind that we give particular attention to when we're meditating. Is the mind agitated or calm? 
Is it distracted, contracted, expansive? How can we give any language other than these physical metaphors to something like the mind, you know? So we do our best. That's accepted. We just do our best. It's happening, by and large, at a level, you might say, or in a way beneath or more subtle than language. But we do our best. We can say agitated, or we can say calm, or we can say wide or narrow, bright or dull. This is now the invitation. Pausing. What's the quality of the mind now in these dimensions of, you know, where it's cultivated? And that includes, let's be perfectly clear, where it's not so well cultivated. That's part of the practice. That's part of the gift of the practice. So if we note the mind is agitated, that is perfect practice. There's such beautiful mindfulness required to notice that and to pause and relax and draw near and really allow, taste the agitation rather than fight against it. It's a completely different game. Pause, relax, <coughs> accept, receive. Take your time more subtle. <laughs> Mindfulness of mind, just like this. It's not far away, it's not obscure. It's not beyond any of us. I'd like to now invite you to a kind of a meditative overview that the Buddha invited us into with this practice. And it's something like, is the mind that's arising now, the quality of mind, well cultivated, or is it raw, surpassed or unsurpassed is the kind of language you hear, developed or undeveloped. And the beauty of this contemplation 
is that undeveloped is perfectly fine. The moment you notice the mind is just sort of being unruly and raw, in such a moment of noticing your practice is perfect. This is what you pause and see and draw near to and relax. What's the quality of an unruly, undeveloped, uncultivated, raw mind? What is that? Wow, what a great, great invitation. And you might allow yourself to be surprised. Each of us, in our own way, has cultivated certain very fine qualities. Maybe concentration is or isn't developed, but maybe loving-kindness is, or patience, or some other quality that manifests and doesn't even have a name, but it's mature, and you know it. And as you pause and relax, you draw near, seeing if you can name, name that. Pause, relax, allow. Knowing the mind itself, the states of mind, the states of the heart, If they're unrefined, that's exactly what is known. It's perfect. Pause. Relax. You can watch the mind states shift and change as you offer your gratitude, if there is such a thing here now, to your partner for this practice. Noticing the quality of the mind coming with visual contact, auditory contact. It's all a shifting, changing experience and we'll gather together. Thank you for your practice. As I said while I was offering the instructions for the Insight Dialogue practice, what we just did is really a encapsulated version of what we can do all the time, just being mindful of the mind. So I'd like to encourage you to explore that. You'll have much more material to work with because you'll be present with other people moving around with food, with the comforts and discomforts of the body. So you can observe things like sleepiness and wakefulness. You can observe things like, uh, you know, the uh, lustful interest in the food or the absence of it and everything around you, the lustful interest in the uh, uh, seaside and the birds, and so on. Realizing that there's no moral judgment associated with that. That's just a natural response, right? 
just as it would be a natural response if, if you stepped on a thorn to pull away from it, or if you smelled a, a foul odor that the body would pull away. So you notice the aversion, right? Is that immoral? Is that bad? Is that undeveloped? Of course not. It's just existing as a sensory being. But also, you can notice, is the mind contracted and small? Is the mind expansive? Is it concentrated? Is the mind agitated or calm? Not just in formal practice here, right? You can do this anytime, all the time. And likewise, you could be curious, is what is this uh, sequence of mental qualities well-developed? Is it indicating culture of the mind, of the heart? Or is it just sort of wild and untamed? And if it's wild and untamed, the observing of that is highly tamed, highly cultivated thing to do, right? So you can't lose. It's only the aversion, the fear, the self-judgment that would cause you to lose in a situation like that, which is then your, that's just the habit mind, and that's okay too. So as we prepare now to go to dinner, we'll take just some silence, and then the bell will ring, we'll leave in silence. But you're invited into this curiosity about a continuity of practice that's indicated by our experience here. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.